0: like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and, uh, and funny memes. So, um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also if you want to take your conversations to, uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your, your podcast there and, and you get your, you get, you know, valuable interactions with your fan, your fans in Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, Daylight Burners. Happy Monday. Hope you all had a good weekend. Uh, Hope you haven't been having too much fun without me. Been uh, out of town for a little bit, but Here's an episode that I did uh, right before I left uh, with uh, Reagan O'Donnell. She is a uh, an aide down at the Colorado State Capitol. Uh, she ran into my dad down there when he was uh, testifying and uh, for a water commission deal. And uh, yeah, she's also a fellow CSU alum, so it was a good conversation. I enjoyed visiting with her, and I think you'll like it. So, uh, without further ado, here's uh, Miss Reagan O'Donnell.
1: bright, we'll get your ass moving, sun, you're burning.
0: your name is uh it's reagan i like i saw i saw a picture one of your pictures on instagram you had a reagan bush so i assumed uh it's pronounced reagan and not Regan.
2: you are correct
0: okay <laughs> um yeah so that that tells a lot about about how you grew up and uh <laughs> and that that's my kind of people so um yeah I, I feel like we we've got a, a a lot in common but anyway like i i think it was the csu thing uh that like there, there's certain people that you, you know how it is with with social media and and particularly like instagram because it's not like facebook's more of your like people that you grew up with where like <laughs> instagram's not quite so much that For
2: sure. um,
0: um so like there's certain people that that like stick out to you that you know that they either follow or you follow and and i think yours was the the csu uh connection and uh <clears throat> i um i don't know anyway but then then my dad told me here the other day he's like uh i met somebody from uh that listens to the podcast and she he's like i think i think she works for for the so-and-so and and i forget who he's he's always telling me about different (laughs) people at the at the capitol and and i was like huh and so then then yeah i i i but like just because of that like some something because you uh did you go to law school or were considering law school or something like that
2: i just got accepted yesterday so nice where (laughs) at North Dakota.
0: Nice. Dakota, eh? Oh, it's it's up by the border, too. It's way up there. By the border, don't you know? You're going to have to uh, relearn how to say road.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm not sure whether to be really happy or, uh, like, uh, be, like, really disappointed when I have to hate you later on in life because, like, (laughs) lawyers, like... You, like you want them. They're, they're absolutely necessary, but gosh, some of the worst people on earth are lawyers. And, yeah. uh, so like, I don't know. Uh, I, I think, I think you got a good head on your shoulders. So we'll, uh, like good luck though. Like that, that's a, that is a swamp that you're about to step into.
2: Yeah. I'm a little nervous, you know, but.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you, you grew up in, in Johnstown.
2: Yep. Technically Millican.
0: Millican. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. And and so, and you, um, so you, you were, I guess you were probably like, um, like junior high, like just starting junior high when I was just starting college. Um, and that was uh, my, my first, uh, presidential election was, uh, it was george w and uh john Kerry in 04 and and back back in those days colorado was very much a swing state but it was a very red leaning swing state and uh and now i i don't know if you can like it's like a very reluctant blue state is, is about how i can uh classify like it's very basically it's blue but the the people that don't live on the front range or aspen or or something like that are very vocal about they're not blue and uh (laughs) it's it's funny how you can have a blue state but also lauren bobert as a (laughs) as a representative
2: i know what's
0: what's your thoughts on her
2: um, well, I'm a little jaded because I work for Senator Quorum mm-hmm. <laughs> and representative Catlin from Montrose. So like when she was first running, um, just kind of like the rumors that I was hearing, just like kind of her campaign style, I didn't really like. Um, but I did like her. I was like, heck yeah, like vocal, cute gal, very pro gun. Like that's something we need. Um, she's, she's in
0: the running for hottest congresswoman uh oh, for yeah. sure like yeah, um sure. like uh, i'd say like head to head like just right off the top of my head it's got to be like bobert aoc like for the for the hotties like the young hotties <laughs> of congress you know
2: Yep, yeah. yeah and they couldn't be more like similar yet polar opposites you know but i
0: i like aoc is so much like trump it's not even funny uh but like just like also but also like couldn't be any uh any further apart but like like the mannerisms and shit it's weird how i don't know i I don't know those (laughs) like those those characters in 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 general are they're they're, uh that'll be a case study for for history way down the line like yes somebody 50 years from now can be like let's let's look into all of these characters and like what made <laughs> them so like, I don't know about popular, but at least so visible to the, you know, I don't know what, what it about, about those people that are, I don't know. It, it it'll yeah. be interesting. That, that'll be for, for years down the line. But, um, yeah. So you, you graduated, uh, from CSU, you, you went the ag school route and, um, what, <clears throat> How, how, uh, how, how was your CSU experience?
2: Um, <laughs> it was, it was interesting. So I, for reference, um, was like the last freshman class to have like animal science 101 and like the stock pavilion, you know? Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, Cause they, so I, when I was, uh, my first semester was fall 15. mm and so I was like, okay, cool. That that's a bummer. But they, they dumped JBS dumped a ton of money into the animal science. Building. Like a
0: shitload of money.
2: And it's yeah.
0: nice. And we're, we're gonna, I, I titled this episode in the weeds. Cause I, I, I I, thought, I was thinking it was more going to be on the politics side, but like, we can also go in the weeds <laughs> on CSU as well.
3: Yes.
0: Um, and, and, uh, and so for people that, that aren't uh, privy to the, the CSU lifestyle, well, fuck off it's this is not your episode (laughs) um yeah so that yeah the pavilion like because that that's no longer there right that no
2: yeah so they knocked that down i mean we basically christmas break that year and i want to say it's like the chemistry building
3: Mm. or
2: something i was on campus like friday and i was like wow like i haven't been gone that long and it's like so different still um but yeah it's just like I think it's an add-on to like the chemistry building
3: huh. um, Weird. but what I
2: think is so funny is since I was at CSU for so long when I was on the seed stock team like the day of our bull sale was when it was the grand opening of the new edition on the animal science building mm-hmm. and the protesters and the students were like I can't believe you're slaughtering animals on campus and I'm like We've been doing it like for forever. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> so as so this big influx of money also brought all the attention to uh, that's. Yeah, because that the, the meat lab has been one of like the, the shining uh, like stars of the the ag college for quite some time, like the yeah. <laughs> like not not only like the livestock judging team has, has its moments, but the, the meat judging team is always like. Like top tier and uh yeah i I don't know that's that's funny that all of a sudden they they uh they brought attention to it but i i I always wondered how that sat with some of the big uh ag donors that um jbs got involved because they're i don't know i i don't it's uh but i guess it's all monfort you know that that jbs is is, uh you know used to be monfort so that's I mean it kind of makes sense that they uh I don't know I just I, it always makes me wonder how how some of those how it sits um having a bunch of Brazilians like kind of <laughs> kind of infiltrating the, the system uh for especially for some of the like the old school ag boosters I, I I wonder
2: yeah for sure and I think I it's hard to gauge so I was I was super involved with like student life and so um Like, helped out with, like, Ag Day. I was part of Sigma Alpha, which was the Ag Sorority. Yeah. And we were always doing stuff. And, like, I think, what would that have been? 2019's Ag Day was a little smaller than, like, previous years. Um, But, I mean, it's hard to tell because Nutrient also just gave so much money to the new Shepherdson building, too. Oh, really? yeah. So Nutrien, Nutrien has dumped a ton of money into the College of Ag. They got like the Ag Day naming rights. They donated a ton of scholarship money. Huh. And then they, they have naming rights to the new building, too. So instead of Shepherdson it's like the Nutrien Ag Science building or something.
0: Mm, I don't like that.
2: Yeah. It's a don't, little
0: don't like that at all.
2: Yeah. A little sketchy, uh, but
0: <laughs> Shepardson. Shepherdson was uh where the computer lab was for the Ag College and uh I don't know what it was about um about the Ag College in particular, but like you got a shitload of print credits. Like for what <laughs> for whatever reason, like way more print credits than than you would need. And, and that is how I went on my uh, man bear pig uh, campaign. I, <laughs> I, I printed off 150 color copies of my roommate dressed as man bear pig and like like a whole flyer. And I set up a fake email account and everything for it. And not one email. I was I was really, really bummed about that. But that's uh,
3: great.
0: <laughs> yeah, that all came from Shepardson. uh Shepherdson Hall on second floor was that uh, was that computer uh well there was two different computer labs but like the general one was uh at the end of the hall on on second floor
2: <laughs> i think i had my new member ed classes in there oh really but, yeah
0: <laughs> um did you have to take uh like your standard computer classes uh when like uh oh like microsoft office and um Like it was all, I I think that maybe that was my freshman sophomore year when we had to do like the general computer classes. And that's when I I like started to get the impression that maybe college was kind of a scam (laughs) because (laughs) we would show up to the computer lab and then they would just like go to this website and watch this video. And like that was your computer class, <laughs> you know, like you'd, oh you'd think it was just like, it was, it was all online before, before, you know, online classes were, were cool. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, Hmm, this class is, you know, and then like, especially later on, I was like, that one class cost me like $800 or something like that. <laughs> and you're like that I, I could have paid you know, some site online, $50 for the same thing, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't accredited, you know, like, ah, Hmm. I, I and I, and I love CSU. I, like, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed my time there. I met some of my best, best friends. I, I, I highly uh, recommend if, if not like the college itself, I remember I, like, I highly recommend living in a college town, uh, like, right after high school yeah, just, just to get like the the like the true social aspect of college that that's something you can't replace i mean uh not not just the parties and stuff but like just like i i don't know some some of the my my very best friends i met i met through through uh college and uh so like i can't recommend that enough but like the actual education is kind of mm, i don't know Especially being in the ag, ag industry, it's it's hard to recommend a four year degree for for a lot of folks that just want to go back home and like do do what they their family's been doing for a long time. It's like mm, I don't know if you need a four to de- four year degree for that. Oh, especially,
2: absolutely.
0: Especially for the the price.
2: Well, and that was that was my biggest frustration with CSU personally. Is so I, I was a double major animal science and political science. <laughs> and then oh. I, I had a minor in legal studies too. And I, I originally started out animal science, ag lit. Okay. I, had like, I had run for a state FFA office for two years in a row. And so the ag ed department was just too much FFA for me. And I was like, I'm done with this. Dropped it, switched it to political science. <laughs> but animal science was just so unnecessarily hard
3: Mm -hmm. and
2: they didn't have, like my mom went to CSU in the eighties and talks about like how there is a pre-vet track and an industry track. Yeah. Yeah. There was none of that during my four years, five years. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause I did that. There was, um, yeah. Cause it was industry concentration or science concentration. Science concentration was the like pre-vet and um yeah so like the industry chemistry like i'm i I know you listen have listened for a while but so i'm sure you've heard me talk about it at some point but my my chemistry class for the industry concentration which also like kind of fueled my anger it was like we (laughs) literally had tie-dye for a lab uh it was it was c103 which was you would think C one Oh one would be introductory uh, chemistry, but no, like they had to have a dumbed down class, but they, but it was, you know, the, like apparently you can't revise the curriculum. So you have to add on and they are like, Oh, this is for the chemistry for dumb dumbs, but it's, <laughs> but it's actually a higher number than the chemistry for non dumb dumbs. And uh, yeah, so it was C one Oh three is, is the the class I had to take, but yeah, literally we had a, uh a lab that and i i skipped that lab um because i i was kind of i was very very much anti-hippie back in the day i'm still kind of <laughs> not i'm still not a huge fan of hippies but uh a little little less uh anti-hippie than i was uh, in those days but i was very anti-hippie in those days and um and I had this, uh, Indian lady, uh, uh, India, Indian, Indian lady that, uh, she was a grad student that taught the class and, um, I don't know what the food was that she ate, but you could smell it. And, oh. uh, yeah. And she was also, she was also pregnant and I got a weird thing about pregnant women that just, like, I don't, I don't know. I've got two kids and, uh, I still don't like the pregnant belly. Like, yeah, it gives me the the heebie-jeebies and uh yeah so tied long story short uh, i didn't feel like i needed to go to the the tie-dye lab for <laughs> you know all, all things compounded i figured that was a good one to skip um, no, for sure. but that's uh yeah that 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 was the the distinction between like pre-vet uh animal science and just regular old animal science
2: Yeah, we didn't have that. And it was terrible. I remember. So my our background is like showing horses, Mm -hmm. horse training and stuff. But I've always been interested in like more of the beef industry, like especially like seed stock stuff. Oh, and so before
0: you not to interrupt, but like what what, kind of horse shows?
2: So my mom was a big time horse trainer for the Appaloosa industry oh shit like yep. i get the hate
0: comments already <laughs> yep. well, i've heard
2: them all too
0: i bet but
2: <laughs> so she did that we did that for a long time but i just i got super bored with it and like my dad worked on a bunch of feedlots growing up and um i wanted to start showing cows but my mom was like no you have to pick horses or cows wasn't gonna tell my mother that so yeah
0: well <laughs> what's more cutthroat the the show steer or the the show horse
2: i don't you know i think it's like a flip of a coin man
0: i was wondering um steer (laughs) steer jocks are a different breed too and and like horse all right all right so there's there's horse people like your your average ranch cowboy rodeo like like kind of small time rodeo guy and then there's like horse people. And that's like the show world and like the big time rodeo world and the racers and whatnot. And then there's horsey people. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's like front range horse people. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And those are, those are like your Mustang rescue uh, ladies. And um, those, I I would say between them and like the show horse uh, people and the race world, they're on the same level of cutthroat, but the horsey people are just like several times more shrill than that yes. uh, than uh than the rest of the horse world. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's probably a couple other categories we missed in there, but that, that's kind of your 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 broad umbrella picture of the horse world.
2: That's the breakdown, pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah. There there's there's some sane people sprinkled in there, but like even in the cowboy world, like that especially like the more people I, I meet uh, from from the city and like what they do and like uh, their regular average everyday life. And like f- you figure there's a lot more people like that out in the world than like what we do. And you're just like, hmm, I, I guess maybe we are a little more insane than we like to to let on <laughs> like, uh, like you got to got to be a little bit crazy to to even delve into this this type of life mm-hmm. anymore
2: it's you're absolutely correct you
0: know so um you uh you you decided on the law school route and uh and that led you to uh denver to capitol hill uh where eventually you ran in to, to my old man and this whole <laughs> this whole smorgasbord uh with burning daylight kind of came to a head uh what led you to or how'd you go on that path like um was it something you were just like this will look good for for a law school uh application or or like this something you're really interested in, or you're just like a little bit of both
2: yeah, so um since I had the two majors and um was not a science mind at all, I always had a pretty heavy poly siloed compared to like animal science load mm-hmm. And so the only class that I could take that fit with Live and Dead that semester was a three-hour legislative politics class. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and so it was taught was that, by was
0: Tatum still uh, teaching Live Dead? No, no, dang it! No. You missed out. Tatum was a hell of a hell of a professor.
2: I'll tell you what I missed out on a lot of good ones. There was there's there was a lot of turnover during my time.
0: <laughs> uh, you probably didn't get um, like I fucked by Doctor Ames either.
2: Nope,
0: sure did Um it. Well, you 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 probably missed out on that too. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you you would have got a A, promise
2: you. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've heard,
2: heard of him, but
0: yeah, he uh, he was a good guy. Don't get me wrong, but. Or at least so I thought, and then like, yeah, the more the more ladies that I hear that got A's, and uh, yeah, it was like ah, that guy kind of was a he was a real big dirtbag, but he was a I, I do he he was a good professor, I think, um, as far as like teaching the class, but rest of it, ah, I don't know, I, I I don't know, a lot of stories they they add up after a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: Yeah. So yeah he 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 was cool to me but i I imagine he'd have been a lot cooler if I had a set of boobs
2: that tends to help things sometimes though especially yeah. in the ag world and i feel like
0: <laughs> yeah you know like men are a lot more men in the ag world whether it doesn't matter what like uh or like they're at least like up more upfront about being men in the in the ag world um for sure and, and some that, that that could be a good thing could be a bad thing but yeah um, especially the like the older guys, man, they were uh, like it was just a lot more acceptable to be a like uh kind of a pervert back in the day. And I'm not—I don't mean like a deviant type, uh, but like just to be kind of a dirty old man. Like it, yeah. it was a lot. Like it's it's still acceptable once you're like 70 and above nowadays. But it used to be acceptable at like 40. <laughs> you know,
2: yes. like,
0: it's not quite so much anymore, but. <laughs>
2: yeah no i used to bartend i bartended for a long time in downtown loveland oh yeah and the girls that i worked with would just be like oh my god he said this and that i'm like what is wrong with that like i have no problem with what he just said like
0: yeah uh dudes are gonna be dudes and uh i don't know let's say this is why i'm i'm such a a free speech guy like just because the, the quicker people get it out in the open, like the quicker you can decide like, hey, ah, I'm going to I'm just going to like not not going to be around that guy. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. there, like that that was and from what I understand, like that that old uh, Dr. Tatum thing was kind of a, a rumor that has been around for about 20 years before I was in college, too. So, oh, <laughs> just like, yeah, just like <laughs> if, it was just kind of a common thing that, that the ladies knew that if you were kind of struggling in uh in a and p you could uh you go to office hours and show a little cleavage and you'd probably go ahead and get that that grade bumped up to an a
2: (laughs) that's great yeah and you know like
0: that is is it is it right no but at least he's not like hey uh it didn't go any farther than that from what i understand it was just kind of a yeah, it was just like a, kind of a dirty old man deal, but it like it didn't <laughs> it didn't go into anything different. So like, yeah, was it right? No, but it could have been way worse. So like it like thank god it, especially like some of the shit that comes out with like the the gymnastic coaches and Oh, uh, for sure. Like, yeah, like there there was none of that accusations as far as I know And I was like, so yeah, it still wasn't probably wasn't cool, but given the time, it was probably probably just kind of standard i don't know more
2: acceptable men are, for sure
0: men, men are kind of gross uh in general
2: so <laughs> <laughs> well. maybe a little bit
0: i don't know it is what it is uh, i mean like we, <laughs> we probably you know tried tried to do better than that but like there's still like eh, i don't know <laughs> men are men it's it's <laughs> shit shit's gonna get yeah they, they'll fuck something up Prom- promise you that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah,
2: yep
0: so so legislative what was the class name
2: legislative politics
0: okay and, and so so how did that go like that that sounds like uh that sounds like a now like it sounds like a class i would have dreaded back in the day but now i feel like i i couldn't i, I like i'd be excited for the next one you know like just yeah. I feel like that'd be a good one for me. But uh, anyway, so how how did that go for you?
2: It was a lot of fun. Um, So Professor Strayer was at CSU for like 40 some years, taught for forever. And so I think I was like either his last class or his second to last class. Mm -hmm. And he had had the CSU in legislative internship program for like 30 some years. And so just hearing his stories, was like so much fun like he did like a little bit of like textbook curriculum but it was a lot of like well like in this session this is what this this is how this bill went and here's what happened and stuff so it was a lot of fun um he sounds so that, a lot
0: like my dad like that that's yeah. how like I I kind of want him to get to the meat of the issue but I, I love <laughs> yes. like the backstory behind it and like what made it like and like he, he does a good job of like shaping how like something that seems like really insignificant like why that that's a big deal and uh i don't know like he he's a unique character he has a good way like he has a very vast knowledge of, of things uh but he has a good way of like boiling it down to something very yeah. very simple and understandable
2: yeah i love listening to him
0: he's uh yeah he's something else Uh don't 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 let it get to his head too much. He's, he's got a, he's got a pretty big <laughs> ego too. So.
2: I remember <laughs> I was like, cause so our, our office building was like across the street in the state services building. Mm-hmm. And so I would just listen to like the ag committees on my computer. Cause I was like, don't touch, t- don't touch me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to wear a mask. I'll just sit over here and listen. And I was listening. I was like, that sounds like Wes McKinley.
3: and then i like pulled
2: it up and i like ran over to the capitol to the old supreme court and was like i've got to meet him
0: (laughs) that's awesome no it's he uh he was tickled uh, to shit about that he just like he's like oh hey and then like now he's like oh people actually do listen to your deals so he's like (laughs) oh yeah so yeah it's uh it, it was pretty cool but yeah he he uh he likes attention. So the, the fact that, uh, that you knew him and you knew him not from like his previous service, but just just from listening to the podcast, that that, that made an even bigger impression on him. And he was like, Whoo. so That's fun. but but it's cool because now, now every time he comes on, he feels like he has to like dress it up a little bit. So he puts on a little bit more of a show. Um, <laughs> um, but hey, he, he uh, he's an entertainer at heart. He like he's uh, he's a cowboy. He's been a politician. He's been an activist. But more than anything, he just likes to entertain people. And uh, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, yeah he, just, he was fun.
0: He's uh, I don't know. He there, there's a lot of stuff uh, I used to not agree with him on on at all. And uh, I've come way more around to his his way of thinking. And there's still things we there's some things that we really diverge on. But even more like I'm just like, hmm. He got a point got a point and uh <laughs> and he's and he but he's also just uh he, he's more stubborn than i am like i'm i'm pretty damn stubborn but like uh he, he'll outweigh you
2: oh absolutely
0: yeah he's uh so i don't know there, there, there's something about a guy like good and bad for the a guy that just won't give to any you know it's like when when they're set in stone they're set in stone and Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. But I'd rather, I don't know, at least you know where they're at. That's. The, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of why I always like that. Uh, there's something I always uh, admired about Bernie Sanders. Um, Well, <laughs> really, in, until he endorsed Hillary Clinton. That was uh, I was like, mm, I don't know about that. But but up until <laughs> those, that point, like, I don't agree with that guy on much of anything, but I know where he's at. I know where he's coming from. So at least I understand that guy, like you know, um, I don't know. Um, anyway, like, so then, so how, ha- how did you end up uh, on, on Capitol Hill?
2: Yeah. So, um, I applied to that internship program. Um, I had to wait a little bit. I wanted to do it my last semester of college. Mm-hmm cause I was on the seed stock team. And at one point I was going to try and be on the horse judging team too. And then I was like, something's got to give <laughs> I Can't yeah. totally kill myself. And so, yeah, I started out, um, may or spring 2020. Um, and they asked me like a lot of questions. Like, do you want to be with like a Republican or a Democrat, which chamber, so on and so forth. I was like, I don't care. I want to be with somebody in ag though. Mm-hmm. And so I was really kind of expecting to get with Senator Sonnenberg. just kind of, you know, he's kind of from my neck of the woods, and he just—I was like, that's the only ad guy that I know of. Uh, and where, where
0: where's he's from? Milliken, Johnstown area, or? Sterling, Sterling. So okay, okay, yeah,
2: way out there. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that that's that's right. Like a lot of those eastern districts are only like like thirty miles north to south or something like that, but they'll go from. State line to Front Range, basically. Yep. Yeah. Uh yep. Yeah, because like the I think my dad's old district really was just the southeast corner of Colorado when when he was in office, but then it got redistricted and now it like it took away part of the like I think it was like Herefano County, and but then it added like Elizabeth or Parker or somewhere somewhere up there. Weird. Oh, yeah, it was a really. It was a really weird gerrymandered district. Well,
2: I, I, he's, he's been Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. So that that district always, like, every time I look at the map, <laughs> I have to, like, look down and then, like, go up because it's, like, you're part of the state, you're all part of the state, and then over almost to the San Louis Valley and then, like, up to, like, Morgan County. Yeah. It yeah, makes it's, no it's sense. It's weird.
0: See, so it used to be, it was Backup, Bent, Prowers, Otero, um i don't think kiowa was on i think kiowa was uh was a different district but then it was like it was los animus and uh half of uh herefano county and then yeah but then like i think i forget how how it's all but but i know there's like some shit right around denver like the like is it it's either parker or elizabeth I think, it's, I think maybe, it's Elizabeth. I think, yeah, I was gonna say I think it's Elizabeth. Because I think Parker's its own Parker is like its own city nowadays. Like it's not just a yeah. suburb. <laughs> it's it's wild. Like that front range area is is something else. Like
2: oh, it's insane. Yeah. And everything they've done this year with the redistricting, I'm just like, what in the hell is this? It just like they've split up Johnstown and Milliken. Like I'm in the new eighth congressional district and it's just, it's like, so just obviously gerrymandered.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's so dumb.
2: Like, wow. oh, and, and,
0: and like, and both sides do it. Like for whatever reason, the, the Republicans get uh, hammered on it more. And I think maybe they're a little bit more obvious about it. I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, every time there's a, there's a redistricting battle, it's, it's a shit show. And I, I, yeah, you you almost like just make it. I don't know. I I don't even know how you fix that. It it's just yeah, it, it's a dumb thing. So, um, Sonnenberg was was the guy that you wanted to uh, to 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 work for, or like that's the guy you knew, anyways.
2: That's just kind of who I assumed I'd end up with, <laughs> but um, I ended up um, with Representative Catlin. and so okay. he's from. I'm- Montrose.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Republican, I assume.
2: Republican. Yep. Yeah. Big farmer. Yeah. Uh, big in the water. He like, I think he runs a ditch company or like ran a ditch company and mm-hmm. then is super involved in the water users over there.
0: Yeah. And so, that, that water is a huge huge deal and i i didn't realize uh how big of a deal it was even in my my part of the world so my dad really got involved with it just yeah because like, we never had any live water um in like in my county really uh since i you know i've been alive and then it's all, all just been groundwater so I've i've always kind of made fun of like the kansas colorado deal the kansas nebraska deal The west, the the western slopes, even crazier because like then you're dealing with uh, with California and everyone in between, (coughs) and yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, I like, um, yeah, I imagine you really got kind of thrown uh, thrown into the, you know, like in the thick of it with that uh, being being in his uh, his camp.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of BLM um, stuff too. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. And I, I think what was fun at the time is I was taking sheep systems too, that mm-hmm. capstone. So it was fun to kind of like hear what he was talking about. Um, just like old sheep names and like actually learning about it and like yeah. LaVale's class. Like, I was like, oh, this is all kind of coming together nicely.
0: <laughs> valley was awesome. He was my uh, advisor uh in that in the animal science department. And uh, <laughs> yeah, LeValley La- was awesome. Like he uh there's a lot of rumors floating around about him too and most of them probably true, but valley <laughs> was a good dude in my book. <laughs>
2: we had lab out at our deck and obviously we went to the skeller first. Oh yeah. And I had a case of beer in my front seat and i helped him tear down the lab and then went to start my pickup and he had to come jump my pickup and i was just like hey here's <laughs> all this beer right here that i'm not supposed to have thanks for jumping my pickup
0: that's funny
2: I was like oh my gosh
0: yeah yeah la was a good dude i uh that dude could <laughs> cook some lamb too son yeah. of a bitch that guy could cook some lamb uh like and and so like that I had never had lamb uh, one time in my life until I, I went to CSU for Ag Day and they had that, and that's you know like that's the trashiest of lamb that you can get because they're they're serving you know thousands of people, yeah. So like uh, it, it's still it's good meat, but like they're like it's it's overcooked and and you know it's it's made for a bunch of people, uh, but it's still was really really good like uh, that that's how (laughs) that's how good Lavalley was at at, at
2: yeah i loved him he was awesome um
0: what's his uh, who was uh god the guy that used to be the head of the alumni association he was uh, a a animal science guy went to work for uh, cattle facts um
2: oh yeah i know who you're fields, talking about
0: fields yeah um was he still there when i take it he was because he used to teach uh teach uh an 101
2: yeah so he, 101. he was not i had dr peel
0: mm. dr peel's a good dude i've got his i still got his number in my cell phone talk, <laughs> i talked to him from, from time to time nice he I, I was on the verge of failing his class and um uh, I, I went to his to his office hours I was like why did I get this wrong and he's like explain it to me and I explained it to him like why You know, because I, I, I had just like a real short answer and, and I explained it to him he's like okay write that next time <laughs> I was like but this also makes sense he's like yeah but you don't get into why and he's like that's that's the whole reason oh, damn it and he's like yeah you can't take shortcuts." Like, fuck off alright fine fine and i ended up getting a c but uh like i was on the verge of just like really being fucked in his class but uh he's he's a he's a really cool guy
2: yeah i always enjoyed him
0: yeah um so so what was your you were you were an intern when you first got there or or a staffer or so was that a paid position or
2: nope internship so okay um, I was really worried they were going to make me do an ag internship and a political science internship. So since I connected it to ag, um, it got, it worked itself out. (laughs) So yeah, we, but we weren't down there very long. I mean, we were, it was like maybe a month and a half, two months before COVID and everything.
0: Mm.
2: And so So,
0: so you like, you went right from college into this COVID shit at Capitol Hill. That's, huh. Yeah. That's wild.
2: Yeah, I started, it was, it was pretty wild, um, because we, they had the riots down there too.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so. St. George. (laughs) So I, uh, yeah, Catlin's brought me on as an aide kind of when we came back for like we came back in person for like a week or so
0: what what is the the typical legislative calendar? Is what january to may is that right yeah and then the rest of the year like you're still like if there's committee meetings and and stuff you're you're still required for that but like your general legislative sessions from from january to may
2: Yep. And I think I think everybody has to be on at least one interim committee.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like everybody's got to have something to do in the off time. Yeah. And they don't get paid a lot. Like I remember when my dad got elected, they had just moved it from seventeen thousand a year to thirty thousand dollars a year or thirty four, maybe, I think. and And I think they've they've raised it some since then, but they don't they don't make a lot
2: no no not at all and i don't think they should either. i don't think Personally. so either <laughs> um yeah especially
0: now like they they passed some shit um like right after my dad got in but like when he first got in like the 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 lobby and stuff was wide open i mean like
3: oh yeah like, like they
0: would just straight up take people to to dinner and, like I, I remember like drinking scotch at brown's palace uh with, with some lobby and my dad's like i ain't voting shit on here but i you know they're 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 giving me prime rib i'm gonna go <laughs> and uh yeah it, w- it was wild and then they they changed it a little bit so like they couldn't like directly lobby or something i forget exactly how it worked but it was uh but they they, they really clamped down but there there's still a lot of perks to to being a, a senator or, or rep uh rep and yeah, there's ways around it. And Oh yeah. Yeah, it, well. So so the intern process like like how, how how did that go before so like you were still an intern when when the pandemic hit? Yep. Okay. Yeah.
2: So it was it was hard you, so we were You started
0: changing. that January then?
2: Yeah, so we started okay. like a week after session started. And we were down there Tuesday, Thursday Thursdays. Mm-hmm. um and CSU would take us down in a van and so I a lot of people like just kind of stop doing their internship things when yeah. everything shut down
0: but you're a real go-getter I yeah. am <laughs> 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 so
2: <laughs> it sounds
0: I facetious but I that's I, a compliment <laughs> I promise <laughs> no,
2: I get it a lot <laughs> um but yeah, so I kept, I kept um, doing intern things for Catlin and then I think they were, they came back in person for like, um, however you say it, sine die, sine die, however you say it. Yeah. <laughs> Latin's not my strong suit. Um, but yeah, they like brought him down for like a week, maybe half a week to like kind of just do closing stuff. Yeah. And that was it.
3: Huh. So and they s- were
2: still still doing committees online and everything. Um but I think they took like maybe a month off. I don't quite remember.
0: Huh. But. Well, all right. So so what was your uh like when everything like shut down and uh and the world came to a stop like what 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 do you what 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 was your job then?
2: Oh. Yeah, I just kind of helped them with like their newsletters. And so Okay. We did one that was like hey here's like district 58 information for like covid um hey like support local farmers and ranchers by local hey the state's opening back up or like hey here's what everything's at
0: Yeah um so
2: it wasn't a lot
0: <laughs> Did um have you been involved in any like like any legislation that you're uh Particularly proud of since you've been up there.
2: Not too hands on. Um, there's definitely been some bills that my guys have passed that I've kind of like helped with that are like cool. Yeah, I kind of helped with that, uh, <laughs> but not nothing that really stands out.
0: Yeah, how's uh, how's it looking? Are are the lefties just getting crazier uh, in yes. Denver? Yes. And they still keep elected. Like, is that going to change? You think that's any shift in that uh, coming anytime soon?
2: Yeah. So there's one race that I'm super interested to see what happens. And I just say this because I've, so it's my buddy, Jalen, who was an aide pretty much for as long as I was an aid. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like half black, conservative, very pro-gun. And he's running against uh, basically a
0: racist, right?
2: Total racist, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he's running against representative Ortiz who claims to be bisexual, yet still a Catholic and is a paralyzed veteran. So,
0: um, (laughs) well, well, does, does the equipment work? Because I think you can claim anything if, if it's, if it's, (laughs) if it's it's not an operation. You can claim whatever the hell and it doesn't matter because it doesn't work, right?
2: And that's that's been my question. It's like, how do you know you're bisexual? Like I mean, does it
0: that's like God's <laughs> loophole. Like everything else about your life fucking sucks, but you can claim whatever on this issue. Yes. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know anything about this guy. I'm sure he's a really nice dude or lady or shim or them, Zay, yeah. whatever. I'm sure, pronouns. I'm sure they're, they're really nice. Um, but yeah, that's God's loophole. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going with on that. Um, <laughs> um and maybe we shouldn't put your, uh, your, your social media handles up on, <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble now.
2: <laughs> oh, it's okay. I like to, uh, post a lot of Facebook rants. My yeah. last one, I actually like tagged Kyle Clark in it, so they already who's know who's Kyle me. Clark. He is on Nine News. Oh, uh, that guy.
0: Yeah. All right. So, yeah. what was the latest deal? What, what What was the rant about?
2: Um, it was right after the Uvalde shooting. Okay. And he comes on, and he's like, "We all know the problem. It's guns. Guns are the problem." Like, I was like what?
0: <sighs> No, no they <sighs> Yeah, a guy like that with a gun is a problem. Yes. Yes. Guns yeah. are dangerous without a doubt. They're designed to be dangerous. That's the point of all of it. <sighs> yeah. There there is no other purpose for a gun than to shoot and kill somebody. Like yeah, there there's there's training purposes where you don't uh, but all that is designed to shoot and kill something. Yes, <laughs> that—that's what a gun is for. Yes, they're dangerous. Are they evil? No, but do evil people have them? Sometimes, yeah. Should we ha- try to keep them out of their hands? Yeah, but also like, ha- who—who's to say that this yep. kid? All of a sudden on his eighteenth birthday bought like ten grand worth of firearms and, and ammunition and stuff. I mean Coulda happened. Apparently it did. I don't know. Yep. But I know when I turned eighteen, I had a pickup that I maybe could have got seven hundred and fifty dollars for. And um I think my, my graduation money was about $1,200, 1300 dollars. I mean Hmm, i mean i guess i could have bought a bunch of guns and, and shot up a school but i can guarantee you they didn't cross my mind so like that 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 kid's something something different like, like that that shot i don't know how do you how do you fix that i, I don't have a clue I, I honestly i don't have a don't have a clue but getting yeah. rid of the guns is
2: that's not how you do it
0: <laughs> no that, that's how you slide further into authoritarianism and yeah yeah i'm not not about that
2: (laughs) i just i was just so upset that night when i heard that because i'm like you're a journalist when i watch the news i want to listen to the news i don't want to listen to your little liberal opinion on guns and mental health and then you just being a dick on tv i don't that's not what i
0: want to listen to i, I know that's That was like my uh when, when steve kerr went on his rant i just i said steve kerr is a phenomenal actor because all right so what what possessed you an nba coach a- and what what most would say your biggest game of the season seeing how it's in the fucking playoffs. You, you had to just stop everything about basketball and talk about this thing. Like not, mm-hmm. nothing that you could have done would have fixed it. And. um, I, I just like the, the narcissism to think like all of a sudden uh, people want to hear what I as an NBA coach have to say. About or, or no, from, you know an NBA coach from the most liberal part of California have to say about gun laws in Texas.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: fucking care what you have to say. I'm sure you're tore up about it. Everybody else is too. I'm sure you are, but I don't care what you have to say. Like how'd your team do this half? Like I think it was a halftime interview. Like, Oh, how about the game that, that, that you're coaching? Like, is, is it weighing <laughs> on your mind that much that you have to address it during the halftime speech? Because may, maybe somebody else should come coach the team for you, and you should go focus your your attention elsewhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds harsh, but God damn, I don't care what Steve Kerr, a basketball coach, has to say about a shooting in Texas. I just don't.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I don't know if we live in a weird world right now I'll tell you what
0: <laughs> yeah like I don't think anybody has uh like wants to know what Matt McKinley uh has to say and I don't I don't like referring to myself in third person either like I am, <laughs> <laughs> like, point that out I'm not trying to do that to, to be a douchebag like but like I don't think anybody cares what I have to say about gun violence in the U.S. either that's why like I could talk about it for a while, but I don't got any solutions. I don't, I don't got any answers and I, sorry about all of it. That's all I got to say. You know, I hate it. I hate it all.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But also fuck you. I ain't, I ain't giving up any guns. No. Yeah. Like, like, I hate it all, but fuck it. You ain't getting my guns. <laughs> that That is my official position.
2: You should put that
0: on a flag. Yeah, I know. I that that's a good bumper. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'll give you half credits on that. We'll go we'll, okay. we'll, if we if we sell anything, you'll you'll get like three bucks or something.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a plan <laughs> to me.
0: Yeah. Um. So so that was twenty twenty, and uh and and so then like how how long did that like do you have contracts uh, for how long you were working there or do they just like like how did that work?
2: Um. It just kind of like didn't I just kind of at the end of the year was like okay like I kind of want to go back I guess maybe I'll look at applying but I was like trying to figure out with like law school and stuff too and so so I was like oh yeah like half a half a year like during the session that's a good gig and so um I randomly like found like on handshake or something that they were like house republicans were hiring so I was like oh Susan. Hey, what's up? And this was like December.
0: So what's handshake? I'm, I'm going full boomer here.
2: Yeah. It's like, I still don't really know. Um, <laughs> but it's like LinkedIn for CSU or like LinkedIn for your specific campus. Oh, so. Huh? Yeah. Right, it's well, a little weird.
0: Yeah. Irrelevant. That does just, that's my boomer moment of the day. So, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway so so you went to work for the for the republicans yep and yep. and what was your what was your title there
2: so then I became a legislative aide, okay, and so um, we don't talk about it a lot, but I started out working for representative hanks um, I
0: don't know that guy,
2: yeah, um <laughs> he is an interesting character um he Did your dad serve with Representative Wilson?
0: Where's Wilson from? Salida. Maybe. 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 I'm not for sure.
2: Yeah. So, Hanks replaced Wilson. Um, Wilson was term limited in 2020.
0: Okay. So... And so, yeah. Let's see. My dad was term limited in 2012. So, they... Like he might have came in right as my dad was leaving. So
2: that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay.
0: I I'll I'll ask him about him though. Like it sounds like a, a colorful character.
2: I really enjoyed him. He I when my internship started, I was with Wilson for like a week. Um and he's just like I think he's originally from Kansas. He was like a school principal and superintendent and stuff in Kansas. Oh okay. Boom. Solid. Set in his ways tells it how it is i enjoyed him
0: (laughs) yeah
3: all right all right
2: hanks was not like that
3: (laughs) no no
2: um yeah hanks he's a good guy i think he's got a good heart but he's a little too far right for me oh okay and so um i started working for senator simpson too that year like officially on paper um that session i should say last session and so it was super interesting to like get a little more of the Senate side yeah. and see the differences and just decorums and how things are done and dynamics.
0: Uh, now, now, how are the the Senate districts uh, laid out? Are, are you like, are, are you up on that? Because I'm not familiar exactly how that works.
2: Yeah, so it's. They're definitely a lot bigger. So like Senator Simpson's is I think the biggest one in the state is yeah. like Southeast corner. So kind of like your neck of the woods, like Baca all the way to for Back sure up. Alamosa County. Back <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot of them and they're they're yeah. still funky too.
0: Yeah. But uh, cause, cause the, the representatives, there's a lot, cause there's what, like 30 something Senate <laughs> districts and then. 64 um it used to be 64 uh house districts. So
2: I think it's thirty-five sixty-five.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, but it's weird, like I don't know, they they it's all weird how they district it, like especially the the Senate's I don't I don't know, it's it's all weird, but um
3: it's very weird.
0: Yeah, and then you realize uh like just being around that stuff, like how diverse the state really is too. like, uh, and then, then you like extrapolate that onto like a state like, uh, California, which mirrors Colorado quite a a little bit, except they have a coastline. And then you like, yeah, like you, like they, that, that Cala Colorado is California without a coastline essentially. And, uh, and just like and just how like how fucking diverse the state is like it's it's a wonder like anything ever got accomplished oh for sure yeah it is yeah. wild and now like it's getting well it's, it's getting easier for denver to make the the decisions for the rest of the state but that doesn't make it easier for the rest of the state and that's uh a lot of those a lot of those front range residents don't realize like how how their vote uh, affects the the rest of the state and there's not a lot of them out there anymore but yeah it's uh it's a sad deal i uh i don't know where it goes but i hopefully i i keep hoping maybe that that people come a little bit more to their senses and it seems like maybe they are but i don't know maybe you can you can correct me on it uh, a little bit. Uh, Polis was not a good governor. I'll say that right up front. Like he wasn't good but compared to the rest of the western US like democratic governors.
3: Yeah.
0: He's by far the best of them. By far. Yep. <clears throat> and, and and I, like I, Nevada, rural Nevada fared pretty well because uh, most of the, the rural counties told the the state to fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, like, I if if you gave me a choice of Sisolak over Polis, I'll take Polis. And like, yeah. I mean, it's it's a hold your note, your nose vote. But yeah, Colorado didn't have it good, but they had it better than the rest of the Western U.S. Uh, you know, as far as the liberal governors go. So
2: honestly, though, I think I think his biggest deal is he's just like trying to get a cabinet position or trying to get something, you know, is he going to run kind of looks like it, you know, I mean, I
0: know I, you know, and, and and I hate to say it, but like he could be a really good, like right leaning Democrat governor. And, And, you know, like he could, he could throw enough of a bone to the West slope and the Eastern Plains uh, and still do all the liberal gay bullshit in Denver, and make everybody kind of somewhat happy, but yeah. like he he seems like he just like can't help himself but go like too far left. Yep. And like I said, like if if you if I had like gun to my head had to pick a governor from the Western Democratic governors, I'd pick Polis. I think he was the best out of all of those, but that's not that's that's not setting a very high bar. <laughs> no. uh, and and he just seems like he has to just like every now and then has to go just a little bit too far <laughs> left where like people are already pissed off at him, get like really fucking pissed at him. Like with that 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 uh that crazy bitch that he wanted to be the state vet. Basically. Oh
2: my gosh. Well, the problem, the problem with the little, the little Polis couple is his husband, Uh, especially with all that animal welfare stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like Kessler and Marlon were besties and Marlon with that pause initiative that they were trying to put on the ballot last year. Mm -hmm. um, He was like either on the board of that organization or really good buddies with organization uh so it's i i i have a lot of issues with the first gentleman who was not the first gentleman until last march but
0: yeah well yeah i'm not i'm not gonna call him that That that's fuck, <laughs> fuck that um but i will say like i just like i, I don't i don't want to give the guy too much credit because he hasn't been good but if i had to like come to shove I'd, I'd, I'd pick him over over the governor i have currently but <laughs> that also is not setting a high bar yeah um, so um yeah I, I don't know like the the state just gets like further and further polar polarized and i don't i don't know like weld county is like, really the only, like, power player left out, outside of, like, liberal Colorado. Like, it's... Like, the rest of the the, the state just kind of teams up with Well County. <laughs> but Well De- County is the only one that has the, the biggest set of nuts to, to throw around in Colorado. And, um, and ah, I don't know. Like, the, the more and more people go to electric vehicles, like, the more and more... Or the less and less... <laughs> influence uh you know natural gas and shit has
3: and
0: i don't know i i i wonder what's gonna happen with colorado i i really do
2: me too i know from what i've heard it sounds like the republicans have a pretty good chance to take back the senate this year this election
0: In, in colorado yeah no shit
2: yeah and so um redistricting really worked out in their favor okay and so i i'm interested to see i think i think that will slow a lot of it down because last year was a terrible year or was it yeah. 2020? no last year was terrible oh my gosh and i think rumors from what i've what i've heard is next year is going to be pretty bad too um since it's not a big election year and everybody's coming in mm-hmm. um especially on the animal welfare front they were pretty good this year on not attacking ag as bad as they did last year, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> uh, i I think that animal welfare shit's gonna. I think more and more that that, that shit's coming to a to an end. People like meat. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, like they they don't want a goddamn veggie burger. They don't want a a a, a laboratory burger. They want a fucking burger. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I'm not. I mean I, I think we gotta we gotta stay, you know, stay hooked on that deal, but I'm not all that worried about it. Especially uh esp- that's a that's the beauty of social media. Like that uh that whole deal where they were they were trying to get it on the ballot uh as a referendum to to outlaw basically AI, um you know, palpation, any any of the all of the stupid horse shit. Like that never even made it close to the ballot, but I guarantee you the Colorado Supreme court was, was reading all the social media responses as they as they were making their decision. And, um, yeah. So like, and even though that issue is not quite dead, um, that I think, I think we're in a good spot where like, all, all it takes is somebody like, Hey, look at this. These guys are idiots. And, you know, shit goes viral. And, um, you have a lot of pull at the, at the state and local level. Uh, people don't realize that. And, and the, the squeaky wheel gets greased and, and you know, the ag community is not one to bitch, but we've got to start bitching more or yeah. we're, we're going to get run over.
3: Absolutely. Like, which, uh,
0: that we have uh, for a long time. And, and you don't have to bitch for, for help. You just got to like bitch when your rights are trampled on like that. That's, That's what it takes. It's like, Hey, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And and a lot of times if if enough people stand up, they just like, all right, well, ah, fine. We can't do that.
2: (laughs) And I think, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see kind of what pans out from that. I think, I think with the pause initiative, they were kind of trying to like flex their muscle and see if they were, if they were going to get away with it. Or which one would they have a better chance of getting away with? I the slaughter thing's not going to happen. That's not realistic. When you've got JBS and Cargill and everybody here, yeah.
0: I'm, well, Monfort was like, I mean that that's a cornerstone of the American beef packing industry. Like yeah, they, they were the only ones like outside of Omaha and Kansas City and Chicago. It was Monforts. Uh, they're they're in Greeley, and. uh, like they're they're not going anywhere. Like no. they, and that then they're really as much as I hate the Packers. Like they're the biggest thing rooting Colorado in agriculture is is the packing industry. Absolutely. And, and um and I and it pains me to say that. So like as much much as I hate those sons of bitches, like you gotta you <laughs> still gotta keep them operational. Yeah. Like you got to keep them honest, but like you can't you can't bankrupt them.
2: Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if something similar to, like, the AI section of that ballot initiative comes back next year. Yeah. But as a bill, not as a ballot initiative. Oh, okay. Um, I know. And on the flip side of that, this year, the Democrats from Boulder – Um, ran a bill trying to outlaw the hunting of mountain lions and bobcats and lynx. And literally everybody except one sponsor took their names off of it because people were so upset. No shit. I think that might come back as a ballot initiative next year too.
0: Huh. Well, it'll
2: be interesting. Well,
0: we'll have to, uh, we'll have to stay in touch and, and like keep people updated on that deal. So, um yeah, because they can that, that's one of those things they can sneak that shit by on a ballot initiative pretty pretty easy uh and especially with some fancy wording where it sounds really good yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah, so that' that'll be something to to keep an eye on um so so what where are you where are you headed from here like you uh you're you're going to law school are you going to continue to work down uh, on the Hill or uh, are you going just like right into the books?
2: I don't quite know yet. Um, I have to probably figure it out pretty quick. (laughs) Um, I've been, I've been toying with the idea of like still staying down at the Capitol, but staying on the Senate side, especially like if we take back, if the Republicans take back the majority, Mm -hmm. I think that would be super cool to see and experience. Um, but I also really am trying to get like a policy job. That's like, I ideally going to like lead to lobbying. Okay. I think probably my end goal is to start like an ag lobbying firm and have like a water guy, a livestock guy, kind of all the facets. So, or I'm going to go to law school. I don't know yet, but it'll all at some point come back to like ag policy
0: right on uh-huh. well i think so. that's important though i i mean well not not that i think but i know that's important and so it's it's good to see to see that and uh yeah and also like stay hooked because like you're 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 diving headfirst into the swamp and it's a yeah. swamp everywhere um yeah, and it's one of those things. Just like uh, you can't, you can't jump in the swamp without coming out a little bit swampy. And uh, you're just like ah, oh, I, I like keep your head on your shoulders, you know. For sure. Remember, remember yeah. where remember where you come from because that's uh, yeah, that uh that lobbying's a uh, dirty, dirty fucking business. Yeah, yeah. You, you know it firsthand and. And and I I I know it, you know, first and a half hand. I wouldn't say second hand. I was, I was present for some of that shit, but I like I wasn't I wasn't party to it. And yeah, like man, that stuff's dirty. And uh, it's uh, so yeah, good good luck to you on that. I like you got to have people, good people in those positions. But man, yeah, be careful. Yeah,
2: it's a lot, but you know, last year. Like, I love the ag lobby and I love everybody, but it's just like some point we got to, like, stand up a little stronger. And I don't know if that comes from, like, organizations like Farm Bureau and Cattlemen. Uh, or
0: I. Yeah, I, I'm so over associations. Me, too, because they, they've just done fucking nothing. It's the same way I feel with with political parties. And and I feel the same way. Like I'm I'm a registered, actual card carrying member of the Libertarian Party, and I feel the same way about them as I do the Democrats and the Republicans. I think they're all a fucking joke. Yeah. Um, and I'm just disgusted by the whole process. And but at the same time, like I, I don't even want to get involved because, uh, I don't want, like more than anything. I don't want my family drugged through the mud just so i can get a job that doesn't pay as well as i got right now and (laughs) i got a lot more headache yeah for sure and and so like it just like there's a reason politics attracts a certain type of people and uh oh they're gross
2: (laughs) (laughs) did you end up making it to like the libertarian convention
0: I, I didn't make it to the convention. I went to uh, I went to the the comedy show and the podcast for Dave Smith, and, uh, and but I got a pretty good vibe. The like that that Mises Caucus swept everything there at, at, at the convention, and there was some fights and whatnot, like uh, like you know like metaphorical fights, what literal fights. But the <laughs> former the former president did um like. Pull a soccer foul, and I was like, "Hey, he brushed me, security." Um, but so there was some drama that that went on. But uh, for the most part, uh, Dave Smith's crew like cleaned house, and so like I'm I'm really intrigued to see what li- like the the Libertarian National Party brings to the table now. Like now that and they changed their platform, like they took all the social justice bullshit out. Uh nice. they took the the pro-choice plank out and they didn't replace it with uh, with pro-life they just left it blank and uh and, and there's several other deals where they're just like no we we are we're not we're not getting into the bullshit of the culture wars we're getting into like no you can't lock people down you can't do this we are resh- shrinking the size of government and uh apparently they're focusing on uh city council, county commissioners, uh and school board. So right. uh I like I'm I'm intrigued to see where where it turns out. 2024 is shaped up to be a fucking crazy year in politics. I I yeah. and I don't like I think I think 2022 is going to be a big year for the Republicans, but they're going to do nothing with it like they always do. Exactly. And so 2024, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't.
2: Well, I hope, I hope the libertarians like definitely get some growth. Yeah, I, I hope,
0: <laughs> I, I don't think they're ever going to be a majority party ever. Yeah. But I'd like to see them get 15, 20% here and there and, and yeah. keep, keep the Democrat and the Republican candidates honest at the very least. Like, be able to call their bullshit and be able like, Hey, I can swing this election. And, 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 and that, so it'd make your, your Democrat uh, candidates better. It'd make your, your Republican candidates better. And, and, and hopefully like, just like keep building the, like the local base and, and pretty soon libertarians going to be uh like, you know, either Republican or Democrats going to be the third party and, Uh, I hope that's the, you know, that's, that's a long-term goal, but, um, but I, I really wish I would have, I would have made it there. It just, God damn, the, the, the inflation and the gas prices, it it is cut a lot into the paycheck here the last couple of months. Like it, it, like I I knew it was coming, but like it doesn't hit until it hits. And then you're like, fuck I put 150 bucks in the, in the tank and I'm not even full. Yeah. Just, just a couple months ago, it was 45, you know, (laughs) it's it's just like, God damn that, that shit, that hits you. So I, so we didn't, we didn't make it over. Uh, but like, you know, uh, the the, there, there was a definite energy around everything. Uh, at the at those comedy shows, you know, and and that, I, I I really wasn't even all that impressed, uh, particularly with the, like the live podcast because it was just too much inside baseball. Um, uh, but it but it you could just you could feel the energy like it, the nerdiest fucking group of people I've ever seen in my life though, like <laughs> so much autism. <laughs>
2: That's funny. I love that.
0: Yeah, it, it it was uh yeah, like when wh- when I like I'm arguably the one of the coolest people there. That that's uh <laughs> that that's uh, that's uh yeah, there there was a there was a lot of just like really shifty nervous guys <laughs> floating around, but it it was cool. But there 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 was definite energy uh, and um uh, yeah, I I'll, I'll be I'll be in, interested to see how uh how they push the message from from here on out but they 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 did there was a clean sweep and um yeah there 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 was a lot of there was a lot of autistic energy behind it so whether (laughs) that whether that translates to anything big i don't know but (laughs) i love that um well let's see uh where, where do you, well, we'll go a little bit more if you got a, I don't know, like another half hour. We'll do uh, we'll do a, a Patreon only segment just uh for, for the CSU nerds. Like we'll, we'll, we'll delve <laughs> into like the good bar stops and, and whatnot. Um, but before that, um, what, what, what do you, how do you, how do you see Colorado going and um, like, how, how do you. How do you see this? Uh, I don't think we're talking about it enough, uh, but this like wheat shortage in Ukraine is going to be a big freaking deal come this, this fall. Um, And Eastern Colorado is a big wheat producing part of the, the country. And there's no rain. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, there's none.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like the The wheat crop is, is not good. And, um, yeah like we're we might have like a real food shortage here here pretty quick and I don't know if we're we're prepared for that uh how how's uh is there any sort of alarm from like the from the governor's office and on down or like it just business is normal
2: there's none um the most that I'm hearing um one of my girlfriends works at the grain elevator and eats mm-hmm. or Wiley one of the two yeah, I get them all confused down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Eads and Wiley, there's no need to really remember anything about them. They're on 287. That's about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I yeah, I get most of my information on that from her, and she's just like, it's crazy, like that nobody's talking about this. Like everybody's pretty scared. I mean, there's no water, fertilizers out the roof. Yeah. But- I mean your dry land guys are just kind of like shit
0: right what do well, I do that, this is what my dad's been saying too is like like it's not getting wetter and you just they, they just keep pumping more and more uh water out and, and and then for the wrong fucking crops like now we need wheat. Yeah. like we don't need corn we don't need soybeans we need wheat right now because uh yeah. like there, there might be a famine in Eastern Europe uh, by the end of the year. Yep. And um, yeah, that, that like I don't know, like oh, like you're, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're, like where you grew up, that was kind of on the like the northern edge of the the Dust Bowl, but like I'm sure, like you grew up hearing those stories of uh of like when when times got real tough, like yeah yeah uh, i i think we're coming back to that uh, and now like I, I i've been so so far into this dust bowl research here lately but <laughs> like the big deal behind all of it like not only did they want to settle the the great plains but russia was at war and and also at civil war so the wheat crop the wheat crop didn't get harvested Uh, During World War One, and there was a big push to, and that's when they plowed up the Great Plains, and and it was a it was a farmer's market the whole time uh, until the war ended, and they didn't need all like, and then you know Russia and Ukraine started producing wheat again, Um, and and then they just like piled wheat up next to the the railroad tracks, and it rotted there. and that that was all leading up to the 30s when the drought hit and yeah it was uh it was a bad deal and now like we don't even have that the we don't have the the great plains which was never plowed before we don't have that like it's all been plowed before and and it's been irrigated for for 80 years and uh, <laughs> there's nothing there like so we can't even ramp up production so like i got it like that that uh like there could be a legit famine in Europe, uh, that this winter, and uh, we won't feel it. I don't think. I think we're we're good enough here. We're isolated enough. But like, there's gonna be shortages. Like, we won't have the starvation type shit. But like, Europe, especially Eastern Europe, they might.
2: Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, now I don't. I know for like kind of my neck of the woods up here. It's not as much of like the drought. That's the problem is the fact that they're developing all the freaking good farm mm-hmm. ground. It's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Yeah, and and they're paying like four four or five times over uh market price for it. Yeah, and then yeah, and then selling the water rights to Denver or Westminster or whoever the fuck else that that needs them. And uh, yeah. yeah,
2: no, it's crazy, and I mean. I understand, like, why they're freaking out, but it's like you don't need to be watering your lawns.
0: No, no, you know, like you don't. It doesn't. If everybody's uh, lawn is brown, what makes yours any worse? (laughs) You know, like exactly. Just just know that like it's a tough year, and everybody's lawn's going to be brown. That's going to suck. You might have to work harder next year when it finally rains, but. (laughs) that's how it is like we we need water to survive
2: yep so fuck
0: fuck your lawn you know fuck your golf course you know like suck it up if you don't get the pga tour this year i I don't care but but like no it just we don't have the water like that that's the thing you just like there's certain things where you can only stretch them so thin but like what we're in the, we're on the verge of turning the great plains into the sahara just yeah you know, and absolutely like that you know the the sahara used to be a uh like a tropical paradise and now now is the biggest desert in the world and yeah we're, we're t- literally on the verge of turning the great american desert into a literal great american desert and uh, i don't even know where we like where we start
2: for sure i mean yeah your livestock gotta have vegetation to eat and water needs vegetation needs water to grow and yeah
0: i don't know there there wasn't a clearer sign for god to say like hey you shouldn't have put a plow here i don't know what there is <laughs> <You> know,
2: yeah <laughs> it's like
0: just let the grass grow
2: what a concept
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's wild um Anyway, I, this has been a fun conversation. I enjoy the shit out of it. But we'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do a, a CSU only episode here for the Patreon. But uh, you got anywhere they you want people to follow you, or are you good?
2: I mean, my Instagram's pretty much the only exciting thing. <laughs> so, All
0: right, where where they find you?
2: Um, it's Reagan O D underscore uh, nine seven.
0: I think. Hold hold on, just a second. Where's my mouse? I I, I got it pulled up. Not not your, your page, but I got the I got your handle. <laughs> there we go. All right. Reagan O D underscore ninety seven. Well, I appreciate your time. Um sounds like you're doing good work out there. I I I hope the best for you. You're uh you're entering a, a really really stinky world. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good good luck. Good luck. but um, I'm going to
2: need all the thoughts and prayers I can get, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, you want to sign us off?
2: Sure. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, move your ass, for burning daylight.
1: <laughs> Boom. I like it. I like it. News running wild on the TV screen. Repeating shit that I've already seen. People fingers, taking no kind of blame. But when it rains, it pours. Ain't you doing the same? Oh, shit! It reciprocates. Tell me that ain't the truth.